0: We're excited to preach today, and we're excited there's human beings in the sanctuary today. And you know what? I don't have to stand still today, so I'm going to be walking laps around the whole building as I preach. Proverbs 10, 22, and we're going to start a new series today about the blessing. The blessing. Everybody say the blessing. And we're going to talk about the blessing of the Lord uh, this morning and probably the next few weeks, but Proverbs 10, 22. And I'm going to read in the Message Bible. It says, God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we can do can improve on God. Well, they said it, didn't they, in Proverbs? God's blessing makes life rich. Anybody want that? Now, he's not just talking about money here. That's only a part of it. No, God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we can do can improve on God. Well, if you're taking notes today, the title of my message is real simple. We're going to talk about the blessing this morning. We're going to be sharing about this in the next few weeks. And I want to talk about the blessing today, about what is the blessing and why we need it. What does the Bible mean when it says we are blessed? And uh, it's important today that we talk about this. And I want to say, first of all, why should we preach about the blessing uh, during a pandemic? I would say this would be the best time to preach about the blessing uh, during a pandemic because you need to be reminded of it more now than ever because sometimes your circumstances are telling you the opposite of what belongs to you and the blessing. And so you need to be reminded in times like this, no, this is what belongs to me and this is what God's word says. And, and, uh, and a virus and an economic situation is not my life. It's not what belongs to me. It's what's happening in the world. But we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Come on now, somebody. And so we need to be reminded of messages like this about the blessing, especially in times like this, because let's be honest, a lot of times we forget about it. When times are going right, we're thinking about the blessing. I'm healed. I'm prosperous. I'm delivered. And then something like this happens and people drop their faith and lose their faith. Like just because circumstances changed doesn't mean God's word changed. Doesn't mean what belongs to you changed. You should be thinking about that, hearing that, speaking that now more than ever because now is the time that you need it. You realize if, if your faith only works in the good times, it's not a faith worth having. If what we preach on Sunday mornings does not help you during a time like this, You need to go find another church that preaches to you something that can help you in a time of need. Because if your faith is not big enough to get through stuff and challenges in life and overcome and have victory, then you should do something different and find another faith. But the blessing of the Lord is something that we need to talk about, especially now more than ever. It's important, and that's what I want to share about the blessing today. What is the blessing? What does it mean? And so we're going to talk today about the blessing of the Lord. Now, it's interesting talking about the blessing of God in the Bible. It's all over the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. There's so many verses about the blessing. And and I encourage you just in your own time, look up the word bless or blessing or blessed. It's all over your Bible. From the beginning to the end, and it's an interesting study because you'll see it's all over the Bible because it's God's will and it's God's plan for us as human beings that we walk in the blessing of the Lord. I want to tell you a few things about the blessing. First of all, because we've dumbed down the blessing because of it's so common in society. Now, now people say stuff like this, you know, when somebody sneezes, they say, No, don't nobody sneeze. I'm joking. When people sneeze or people cough, they say, bless you, which is a common phrase, you know, just bless you. Or or, or people say sometimes when you ask them how they're doing, say, well, I'm blessed. And and a lot of times I found out in my personal life, a lot of people that say that I'm blessed, usually their life is kind of falling apart. Uh, Not saying you can't say that as a faith confession over your life because you need to. Uh, But a lot of times it's been thrown around so flippantly in the Christian world, bless you and, and I'm blessed it has no meaning to us anymore. It's kind of like a, a lucky charm. It's kind of like a, a rabbit's foot. It's kind of like we, we just believe like like God's making us lucky. And that's the Christian version of luck, being blessed. No, it's not like that. Uh, uh, blessing and cursing in the Bible is, is not some magical thing with wands and spells. It's nothing like that. Uh, the blessing of God is not you just got lucky in the eyes of God and God... Uh, you know, he, he played a card game with you, he played some poker with you, or he, he rolled some dice, and you happened to be the person that I landed on. And so now you're blessed because you drew the, the right straw, and, and you had the right card hand. No, no, you're not lucky, you're blessed. And the blessing of God is not just luck, it's not just God's favor, but I wrote this down because we need to understand what is the blessing of God. You ready for this definition? Because you need to write this down. The blessing of the Lord is this. It's God's empowerment for you to succeed and prosper in this life. The blessing of the Lord, let me repeat that, is God's empowerment to succeed and prosper in this life. That is the blessing of the Lord. It's not luck. It's the blessing of Of the Lord. It's God's power and presence on your life to succeed and prosper in everything you do in this life. That is the blessing of God from Genesis to Revelation. That would be the best definition I could give to you. It's God's empowerment. And I know I'm repeating this because I want you to get this in your spirit today. It's God's empowerment. Not your empowerment, not your presence. God's empowerment and presence on your life to succeed and prosper in everything you do in this life. How many know we don't need God's blessing in heaven? We need it right now on the earth where we have obstacles, where we have opposition, where we have an enemy. We need it right now, and God puts his presence and his power upon us to succeed and prosper in this life. And that's God's original plan and God's original intent. And I want to go through a few scriptures to remind you of that because we have to go back to Genesis to see God's original plan. And notice in Genesis 1 and verse 27, when he created mankind, what did he say? Genesis 1, 27, so God created human beings in his own image, in the image of God who created them, male and female, he created them. Verse 28, notice what it says, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and government. Rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. But notice God said, when He created Adam and Eve, God's original plan, God's original intent, He made Adam and Eve, and He made everything in the garden perfect. And then God said, be blessed. God blessed them. That's the first thing that Adam and Eve and His creation heard, was the blessing of the Lord. And God blessed Adam and Eve and said, I'm empowering you to succeed and to prosper in all you do. And you know, the the blessing was so Adam and Eve would not just fill the garden, but they would fill the earth with that same blessing. Come on now, somebody. And that's why he says, I want you to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, not just with you, but with the blessing of the Lord. And I'm blessing you so you will be a blessing. And so notice the first thing that God said to Adam and Eve was, I'm blessing you. That's significant because that tells us the heart of God. God didn't say, I'm disappointed in you. I curse you. Uh, I'm not really happy with you right now. No, he said, I'm going to bless you. Because that's God's plan to empower you to prosper and succeed in this life. Notice it goes on. And then there was Noah in the Bible in Genesis 9 and verse 1. Notice what it says. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Once again, God blessed Noah. His people on the earth. He said, you're empowered to prosper and succeed. I'm giving you this power, but it doesn't stop with you. I want you to fill this whole earth with the blessing of the Lord. That's God's plan. Now let's look at Abraham, Genesis 12 and verse 1. Very familiar passage. Genesis 12 and verse 1, it says, Then the Lord had said to Abram, Leave your native country and your relatives and your father's family, And go to the land I will show you. And I will make you into a great nation. And I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. Verse 3, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. So once again, that was God's heart and God's plan That the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of God would be on his people. It was on Adam and Eve. It was on Noah. It was on Abraham. And as we know, through Abraham's line and through his lineage came the nation of Israel, came God's people. And the whole point of this was The blessing would be upon him, but the blessing would go out into the entire world and to the other nations of the world because the blessing of God is not just for you. It's for other people. Yes, he cares about you. Yes, he cares about your family, and he wants to bless you because he's a good father. But the blessing should be upon us, that empowerment to succeed and prosper in life so the blessing would go on to other people and other nations, and the blessing of God would fill the earth. That was God's plan, that the blessing of the Lord would fill this earth. And he would use certain people in the Bible he had a covenant with to say, Hey, everybody in the world, look, I'm blessing this one. Don't you want to get on on this? Don't you want to be a part of this? Don't you see their life? Because they're different than everybody else in the world. They, They walk differently. Their family is different. Their children are different. Their finances are different. Their body is different. Their mind is different because the blessing of God is on them and on their life. Come on, I'm preaching better than you responding this morning. And so God said, I'm going to choose certain people that I'm going to have a covenant with, and I'm going to put the blessing on them so all the nations of the world will call you blessed and see that you're blessed and know that I am the true God and I am the real God, and they're going to want what you have because they see the blessing upon your life. And notice you as his people and we are his people as a church. We don't need to be arrogant about that. We don't need to be prideful about that. We need to say, come on into the blessing of God because the blessing is not just for me. The blessing is so that I use that blessing to help other people, to get other people involved in it, to, to bring all the nations of the earth into the blessing of the Lord. That is God's purpose for the blessing. Come on, are you hearing me this morning? So the blessing of God would fill the earth. That is God's heart and plan, that the blessing would not just stop with us. It would fill the earth. But God wants us to be different than everybody else who doesn't know him. God wants us to be different than the world. In the Bible, God wanted his people to look different than the other nations that served false gods. should be a big difference. Because we are uh, serving the true and the living God and the blessing of the Lord is upon us. And that's not just luck. It's not just favor. It is God's empowerment and His presence that goes with us wherever we go to succeed and to prosper at everything in life. That's God's blessing and God's plan for us. Can we go a little bit further today? So we see the blessing was passed down to Abraham. Then it was passed down to Isaac. Then it was passed down to Jacob. Then it was passed down to Joseph. The blessing was on Joseph. And then we know it went to to Moses and to God's people, to the nation of Israel. And we see that, that God's people were blessed and the blessing came upon them. And the blessing got them out of Egypt. And the blessing sustained them in the wilderness. And the blessing healed their bodies. And the blessing fed them food from heaven when they were in a desert with no grocery stores for 40 years. And the blessing of the Lord helped them go conquer other nations and to go into the promised land. The blessing of the Lord was upon them. And time and time again, God would tell Moses and Aaron, who were the leaders of that day, that I want you to repeat And speak the blessing over my people. Remind the people what belongs to them. That's what I'm doing this morning. Remind my people of the ways that they should walk in. And how they should live. And how they should teach their children. And what they should do with their life. Remind my people of the blessing of the Lord. And I want you to talk about it in your homes with your kids in the morning. And I want you to talk about it at your table in the afternoon. And I want you to talk about it when you go to bed at night. And I want you to speak about the blessing often. So you're reminded of what belongs to you as my children. Come on, are you following me so far this morning? And so you see... Especially in the book of Deuteronomy and Numbers, and I encourage you to read over that, there's so many times that they repeat the blessing to God's people, reminding them, you need to live this way, you need to walk this way, because you're different than everybody else. And the blessing of God is upon you, and you're different. And not because you're just awesome, but your Heavenly Father loves you, and He chose you to put the blessing of God upon your life. And this is one of the most famous verses or several verses about the blessing. It's the recording of it in Deuteronomy 28. And before we read that in Deuteronomy 28, I want to repeat this again. The blessing of God, once again, is God's empowerment to succeed and prosper at everything in your life. And when I say that, you'll understand a little bit more once we read the blessing in Deuteronomy 28 because it's not just one little tiny portion of your life. How many know if you're just blessed in your money and you're sick, you're not blessed? If you're a millionaire and your kids don't serve God, you're not blessed. You're not happy. It's not just a partial thing because I, I, I see so many Christians who dumb down the blessing. It's just Christianese. You're like, I'm blessed. Why? I just got a check the other day. Yeah, but your whole the rest of your life is messed up. So are you really blessed? I'm not saying we all don't have challenges and, and things that come against us because we, we do have an enemy who wants to push us on the blessing. Are you really blessed? Well, let's see about this. But realize when we talk about the blessing, we're talking about not just prosperity and succeeding in one area. The blessing is total life blessing, total life prosperity, because that is God's plan for his children. And realize it's not just God's plan for us that are in this building. It's God's plan for everyone on the earth. Just most people ignore God. (laughs) They go their own way. They do their own thing. So he's not able to put that blessing upon their life because Of their choices. But notice God's blessing is God's empowerment to succeed and prosper in this life. So let's read Deuteronomy 28 because this is what belongs to you in the blessing of the Lord. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep His commandments that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and your breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. Come on, is anybody receiving this? This is the blessing of the Lord. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. And they will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you. Now, let's stop because we're not done here yet. But some people read these verses and act like, yeah, that's just too good to be true. Kind of pie in the sky. That's just, that, that, that just doesn't really happen. No, this is what belongs to you. This, this is your Bible. This is what belongs to you. You're saying, well, I'm not seeing that in your life. That's why I'm preaching on it. Reminding you, the Lord your God will bless you in the land he's given you. Verse 9. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world, notice, will see that you are the people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land. Oh, he's one of those prosperity preachers. God is one of those prosperity preachers. No, 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 Let me, let me deal with this because there's just too much junk about this. Your Bible says that God is a prosperity preacher. Okay, this is not an American gospel. This is not a prosperity gospel. This is the Bible gospel. And if the Bible says you can prosper, that works in every country. It might look a little different in other countries, but God can prosper you in whatever country you're from. Come on now, somebody. Whatever race you are, whatever background you are, doesn't matter what country you live in, not just the United States, God can still prosper you. Come on now, somebody. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children. Oh, somebody, I don't know if you're praying for that, but he said that. Numerous livestock and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless you in all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today, if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top. Come on now, somebody. That's what belongs to you. You will always be on top and never at the bottom. That's the blessing. Notice what it ends with. And you must not turn away from any of the commands I've given you today nor follow after other gods and worship them. So that's the blessing. Now, there's more blessings all throughout the Bible. There's other promises, but that's one of the main passages in the Scripture that kind of sums up the entire blessing from your family to your health to your mind uh, to your finances to every part of your life. The blessing is total life prosperity, total life blessing and that's what belongs to you as God's children. That's what belongs to you. And you need to hear it now more than ever. Because you know why? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And most of you guys have listened to the news nonstop for two months. And all they have said is you're going to get sick and you're not going to have enough money. You're going to get sick, and you're not going to have enough money. They repeated that for too much straight. And a lot of us have listened to it hour after hour after hour. And notice faith comes by hearing and hearing, and fear comes by hearing and hearing. So I'm preaching this today to remind you what belongs to you. And sickness and poverty is not what belongs to you. It's not. And if it's in your life, you need to fight it off because it does not belong to you. The blessing of the Lord is what belongs to you belongs to your family, it belongs to your children, it belongs to your mind, it belongs to your finances, it belongs to your health, it belongs to your future, and whatever you put your hands to, the blessing of the Lord is upon you to empower you to succeed and prosper. And that's not just prosperity preaching, health and wealth preaching, that is your Bible. Let's remind ourselves, this is our Bible. Because there's a lot of people saying otherwise. No, that's your Bible. Just because people don't want to believe it, just because people don't want to do it, we're going to be the people that want whatever God has for us. We're going to be the people that walk in whatever God wants for us, and we're going to receive the blessing of the Lord. You guys getting something this morning? Are you guys excited this morning? Okay. So, once again, the blessing of the Lord was never just for a particular person. It was never just for Adam and Eve. It's never just for Noah. It's never just for Abraham. It was never just for Joseph. It was that it would start with them, but the blessing would flow through them to other people. It's the same way when God just, not only he had a particular person, but he had a whole nation or a group of people. He had the nation of Israel, which is still a nation in the world today. He had the whole nation of Israel, the the Hebrew people. And the Bible says, because Abraham was the father of their faith, just like he's the father of our faith, And what did he say through Abraham? He said, I'm going to bless you, and you're going to be a blessing. And through you, all the nations of the world will be blessed. Do you realize Israel was not supposed to keep the blessing to themselves? That's why in the Old Testament, if you read, why did God's people keep going back into bondage? Why did God's people keep going back into the curse? Because they would get blessed, and then they wouldn't share the blessing. They would get blessed, and then they would act like, ha, 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 I'm blessed. All these other nations ain't getting nothing. And God said, no, that's not the heart of this. I'm blessing you so you will be a blessing. And then guess what? God's people would go back into captivity. God would redeem them. He would deliver them. He would bless them. They'd be doing great. They'd be seeking after him. Then they would turn away from him again, and they go back into captivity. Happened time after time again. Now, we look at those people like, what were they doing? But we all do the same thing. <laughs> Come on out, somebody. And so God's plan was that through that nation, all the nations of the world would be blessed. But you realize the ultimate fulfillment of that came in Jesus. Because through the line of Abraham and through the nation of Israel came Jesus. And because of Jesus, all the nations of the world can be blessed now. And we can enter into the covenant of God because of what Jesus has done. So even though the nation of Israel didn't fulfill that, Jesus came through Israel, through Abraham, and he fulfilled that for them. And through him, all the nations of the earth get to be blessed. And we need to be thankful because we didn't grow up in Israel. We didn't grow up with the covenant with God. We were people outside of the covenant of God, but because of what Jesus has done, all the nations that didn't know God, that didn't have a covenant with God, Jesus came, and through him, all of us can be blessed and receive that blessing because of what he's done for us. But you realize he prophesied that to Abraham in you, all the nations will be blessed. What was he meaning? In your line, in your lineage. Jesus is gonna come. Since Israel's is gonna blow it, but Jesus is not gonna blow it. And through what Jesus will do on the cross, it won't just be for a particular type of person. The blessing won't just for, be for a certain group of people who are raised a certain way, it won't just be, be because they are a certain background or ethnicity or race. Through Jesus, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Every tribe, every tongue. I'm preaching better than you're responding this morning. Every ethnicity, every background. Doesn't matter where you came from, whether you're poor or you're rich or you're black or you're white or you're Hispanic or you're Asian. Doesn't matter if you're from a rich country or a poor country. Doesn't matter what your family did. Doesn't matter what you where you came from. In Jesus, all of us can receive a blessing so the blessing is on us now now let's look at Galatians 3 verse 13 Galatians 3 and verse 13 notice what it says but Christ has rescued us from the curse Pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles, or people that didn't know God, didn't have a covenant with God, that's us, with the same blessing He promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. So notice that. Jesus came and took the curse that all of us deserved. For sin. For making a mistake. Anybody ever made a mistake in here? Hundreds, we've all made hundreds, including me. And Jesus came, and through Jesus, He redeemed us from the curse coming to us. Because that's what we deserve. We don't deserve to be blessed, we don't deserve anything. But because of what Jesus did, he came and he took the curse of the law upon himself. And he took our punishment for sin. And he died upon the cross. But he didn't just take the curse. He gave us the blessing. And because we have Jesus, the same blessing that was on Adam and Eve is on us. The same blessing that was on Noah is on us. The same blessing that was on Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph was on us. The same blessing that was on Moses and Israel was on us. The same blessing that was on David and Solomon and Jeremiah and Isaiah is on us. The same blessing that God made back in the beginning, that empowerment to succeed and to prosper is on us As believers. Excuse me, I haven't raised my voice in two months. Are you getting this? And because of what Jesus did, the same blessing is on us as the church. Now I want to say something again, and I want you to hear what I'm saying. Let's all be sober and aware that we as his church, we as his people now, we don't want to make the same mistake that Israel did in the Old Testament. What did they do? They went back into bondage because they didn't share the blessing. They went back into bondage because the blessing was not just supposed to stop with them. Let me encourage you, church. Let's not make the same mistake that God's people did in the Old Testament. We are His church. We are His people. We are blessed. That is true. But the blessing is so that we would go into all the world and to preach the gospel. That we, through us, that all the nations of the world will be blessed. That through us, people could find healing and hope and redemption through Jesus and not to just keep it to ourselves and not to just keep it within the walls of the church because we can fall into the same thing that God's people did in the Old Testament. They started hoarding the blessing to themselves. They stopped thinking about other people and God said, no, the whole purpose for the blessing that is, it goes to the nation's That in you, all the nations will be blessed. That in you, all the nations will find a relationship with me. Still here today. So, we as his church need to realize that, yeah, we are blessed. But it's not because we've done everything right, it's because we've been redeemed from the curse. And because of Jesus, the blessing of God is upon us now. Total life blessing, total prosperity to succeed and to prosper in this life because the blessing of the Lord is upon us. But the blessing is on us for other people. That it would flow through us to the world that is hurting right now. It would flow through us to help people that are in need. It would flow through us to stand up for people who need to be uh, need help. It would flow through us that through us we are blessed to be a blessing. That's the purpose of the blessing. Something interesting about the nation of Israel is. Today, in 2020, even though the nation of Israel is one of the smallest countries in the world, with one of the smallest populations, the nation of Israel is still one of the most wealthy, influential, prosperous, powerful countries in the world. Now, how is that? Still today in 2020. How is the nation of Israel still that prosperous, that influential, that powerful, even though they're a tiny nation with a tiny population because the blessing of God is still upon them? Because God made a covenant all those years ago with the nation and they know that they are blessed. A lot of those people don't even know Jesus personally but they do believe in the Old Testament and they do believe in the covenant of God and there is a blessing on that nation because they know they're blessed. It's interesting if you do any research that even though they're a tiny population in the world today, some of the top directors, producers, bankers, lawyers, CEOs, CEOs, Nobel Peace Prize winners, doctors, and politicians are all Jewish in the world today. How can a country that has such a tiny population have people that are at all the places of influence in the world? Because they're blessed. Some of those people don't even really know God, but they believe in the blessing. And that blessing is so strong on that nation that it affects their families and their children. It affects their jobs that they get. It affects everything with that nation because they know they're blessed. And I want to tell you something about that nation is there's a reason because the blessing must be spoken. And if you know anything about Jewish people or the Hebrew people, is God told them in the Bible to speak the blessing over their family daily. To rehearse the blessing out of the Old Testament. And still today, the nation of Israel wakes up and they read the blessing to their children. In the afternoon, they talk about the blessing with their family. At nighttime, they speak the blessing over their life. And because of that, the blessing works in their life because the blessing must be spoken. Like I said, how could a country that's that small and has that little population be such an influential, powerful, wealthy country and those individuals be in all the highest parts of music and culture and politics and and everything you can imagine? Why? Because the blessing of God is upon them, but they speak the blessing. And you know what? In Jewish culture... They speak about generational blessing, not generational curses. It's amazing. Americans talk about generational curses, and Jewish people talk about generational blessings. And notice they get two different types of results. A lot of times in our culture, we emphasize everybody that went wrong in our family. Well, you know, my aunt was suicidal, so it's probably in my family. That's a generational curse. And, and, and my grandma had cancer, and I'll probably get it. It's a generational curse. And my daddy was an alcoholic, and I'll be an alcoholic because it's a generational curse. But let me, let me tell you something today. The curse is broken over your life. The curse is broken over your family. Because Jesus said, through Jesus, he took the curse. He redeemed us from the curse. So I'm not under a generational curse. And you're not either if you're in Jesus. Are you hearing me today? You're not either if you're in Jesus. So let's stop talking about the dysfunctional people in our family. Because we all have them. Let's stop talking about what ran in our family because we all have it. But we're not in that family anymore. We're in a new family with a new covenant, with a new blessing. And we're not under a generational curse. We're under a generational blessing now because of what Jesus has done for us. So many of us in here today, some of you, you love Jesus. You love church. You're committed but you're still talking about generational curses and you wonder why it's still in your life. Because you needed to be talking about a generational blessing. You realize if you talk to a Jewish person today, they will tell you how blessed they are. They don't talk about the curse. They talk about generational blessings. And notice the whole nation sees the blessing of God till, till this day. You know, if you ask a person, a Jewish person, are you blessed? They go, no, I'm Jewish. Because they see it as the same thing. There's no difference. You ask a Jewish person, and you know that's a stereotype even in the culture today. You talk about Jewish people being good with money. There's a reason for that. Because the blessing of the Lord is still on that nation for the covenant he made with them thousands of years ago. But how do they still walk in it? Because they speak it every day. They don't even have the New Testament, but they have these verses in Deuteronomy and Numbers, and they pray it, and they read it, and they speak it over their kids every day. They speak it over their grandkids every day. They speak it over their their jobs and their health and their mind every day. They speak generational blessing, and they see generational blessing. But the blessing must be spoken. And I'm going to wrap it up here. But the blessing must be spoken. you got to hear me today. If that whole nation can speak the blessing over their lives and see the blessing of God, how much more us in Jesus. We speak generational curses and we wonder why we don't have the blessing. You can't speak curse and get blessed. A lot of us wonder why you're like, this is a great message, Pastor. I know I'm blessed, but I don't see this in my life. Well, what do you speak over your life? All of us in here, we are blessed. The Bible says so. If we're in Jesus, we're not cursed, we're blessed. Why do we keep seeing the curse? How do you talk? Because the blessing must be spoken. You can't speak, I'm dumb. I don't understand things. I don't get ahead in life. My family never gets through stuff. I'm always sick. My immune system isn't strong. I don't prosper and expect the blessing. No matter how much Jesus wants to bless you, you have to speak the blessing. And we have to be honest with ourselves to know the blessing must be spoken. For the blessing to happen in our lives. Even though Christ has redeemed us, Christ has now blessed us, the blessing must be spoken by us for the blessing to be received in our lives. And a lot of times we're speaking the curse and not the blessing. Can I get the praise team to come back up here for a moment? If you got your Bibles, I want to read a few more verses. Let's turn to Hebrews 3. In verse 1. You guys getting something today? So we see here the blessing of God is upon us and we have to speak the blessing. Do you realize that the blessing of God in the Bible from the beginning to the end was always spoken? God didn't just Think blessing to Adam and Eve. God spoke a blessing over Adam and Eve. God didn't just think a blessing over Noah, He spoke a blessing over Noah. When He blessed Abraham, He spoke it over Abraham. He spoke it over Isaac. He spoke it over Jacob. Even God's people, with Moses and Aaron, who were the leaders. God would speak the blessing to them, but notice what He would do. He would tell Moses and Aaron to speak it over His people because the blessing has to be spoken. It has to be spoken for us to receive the blessing of God. The blessing must be spoken. It can't just be thought about or read about. It needs to be spoken because the power of life and death is in our tongue. The power of blessing and cursing is in our mouth. And we choose whether we live in life or death. We choose whether we live in blessing or cursing by the words coming out of our mouth. And even though Jesus has redeemed us from the curse and put us in the blessing, if we don't agree with him with our words, we won't see the blessing in our life. Because we can't agree with the curse and get the blessing. And you have to understand this. The blessing must be spoken. But there's an interesting thing that would happen. God would speak to the leaders or the priests or the pastors of that day. And he would say, I want you to speak the blessing over them as if you were me. As a mediator between us. And when you speak it over them, I'm speaking it over them in heaven. And God said that he would use a high priest to do that. We see in the Bible that Moses and Aaron specifically, the high priest, would get up in front of hundreds of thousands of people, maybe even millions of people, and he would speak the blessing over the people as a type of God, speaking the blessing over them. But you know, in Hebrews it says that Jesus... Is our high priest now. And Jesus is speaking some things over us in heaven. And he's not speaking curse. He's speaking blessing. He's not speaking death. He's speaking life. He's not speaking judgment. He's speaking mercy. That's what our high priest is speaking over us today. But notice we have to get agreement with our words with his words. I'm going to read you this verse, Hebrews 3 and verse 1. It says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, or some translations would say confession in Christ Jesus. So Jesus is the high priest of our confession of faith. That word confession in the original language means homologia, which means saying the same thing as the written word. So we have to say the same thing that God has said about us if we want our high priest to speak over our life. Do you guys get that? We have to speak the same thing that the Word of God has spoken about us if we want to see it in our life. The word homologia, the same thing as the Word. And when we speak His Word that He's spoken over us, our high priest in heaven speaks the blessing over us. So how do we speak the blessing? We have to get into the Scriptures and we have to say the blessing. We have to speak the promises of God. And when we do that, Our high priest Jesus speaks the blessing over us on the earth. Come on, are you getting this today? But notice, he only speaks the blessing when we say the same thing as he has said about us. We can't say the opposite of him, he can't work with that. But you know who works with that? The enemy. But Jesus, our high priest, only works with the words that he said about us. These words. And these words aren't curse words, they're not death words, they're not judgment words. They're words of life, they're words of peace, they're words of blessing. That's what He speaks over us. But we have to say the same thing that He says if we want to receive the blessing. Because the blessing must be spoken. So we're going to do something for a second. You guys okay? It's 11.23. All the kids are still here. They're they're okay. I want to do something for a second, and we're going to go back and sing this song. But I want to speak the blessing over you. I'm not God. The blessing does not originate with me. I can't bless you. I can't bless a horsefly. And I wouldn't bless a horsefly. I would kill a horsefly. I can't bless anybody. But God says that the ministry gifts, pastors, teachers, prophets, evangelists, apostles, that they can step in as a mediator and speak things from Him to you and when I'm speaking the blessing over you our high priest is speaking the blessing over you in heaven and that's what I want to do for a second if you'll receive it and notice I'm not going to make up a blessing I'm going to say the same thing that he said about us so I want you to close your eyes for a second so you can focus And I want to read two blessings over you from Deuteronomy and from Numbers. So nobody looking around, and I want you to receive this. Not as it's me speaking, but God is speaking this over you today. The blessing of the Lord. So I'm going to read two different passages to you. And this is what belongs to you as his child. Deuteronomy 28. It says, If you fully obey the Lord your God, carefully keep all his commands I'm giving you. The Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit basket and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. And they will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord will bless you in the land he's given you. If you obey his commands and keep the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are his people, claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to you. With many children, numerous livestock and abundant crops, the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in heaven. He will bless all the work that you do. and You will lend to many nations and you will not need to borrow if you listen to the commands of the Lord your God I'm giving you today and if you carefully obey them the Lord will make you the head and not the tail and you will always be on top and never at the bottom but you must not turn away from the commands I'm giving you nor follow other gods let me read one more to you in Numbers just receive this this is not from me, this is from God speaking this over you, but the blessing must be spoken. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people with a special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you His favor and give you His peace. Verse 27, it says, and whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, your Bible says, I myself will bless them. Come on, do you receive the blessing over that, over your families, over your life today? Do you receive that this morning? Father, we thank you for that. We receive the blessing. And we believe like it says in your word, when we speak the blessing here, you Speak it in heaven over us. When we declare the blessing in your name, you yourself will bless us. Come on, let's stand up for a second. We're going to sing the blessing a little bit further.